And we're back. Again. Again. Yeah. We had some tef- technical difficulties and had to start the podcast over again. Uh, once again, we're here sans Scott. Uh, Scott, for some reason, isn't able to join us. Uh, we haven't determined why, um, and I'm not sure we care. Um, he's he's entitled to... Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He'll, he'll, either, to he'll either drop in midway or he won't. So yeah. Or he won't. We'll see. Um, so we're going to do the best we can. Talk shit while he's not here. Yep, yep. Like I said, he doesn't listen to these anyway, so he, would, he wouldn't know one way or another. Um, yeah, I I was saying again, you know, I, I try to listen to him when I miss him, so last week is really the only one I haven't listened to. Yep, and I and I end up listening to everyone because I am producer and editor, so... Uh, well, all you know, the, I'm just all the so busy these days. I don't have any free time. I yeah, I know, right? Um, I end up doing the um, so any any. I guess my bigger point is is any when when the sounds good, that's me. When the sound sucks, that is also me. <laughs> when it's so, good, it's my fault. When it's bad, it's it's also my fault. It's also my my fault. Um, so at any rate, uh. What we what I what we were going to talk about when all the audio dropped out, and I want to give kind of a a preface to this episode. Um, we were having some audio issues, so if if there's audio issues throughout the episode, uh, we apologize uh, during the, this. Yeah, we're gonna have to just something we have to work through. Yeah, during this crap, uh, we don't have the luxury of a studio uh, to go to like some other podcasts we could mention. Um, we don't have, uh, the, the luxury of, um, you know, a quarantine, um, enabled COVID friendly studio. Um, so at any rate, uh, what I was going to ask you is I wanted to start off with the, the whole Trump, um, telling people quote unquote to inject themselves with disinfectant quote unquote, um, I want to hear your take on it. First, I want to preface, um, as someone who I watched the entire, the, the entire thing, I watched the whole, the whole conference, and it seemed to me, as a guy that watches a lot of Trump, that he was joking and being kind of sarcastic, um, toward, towards the doctors, towards the press people. I know that's kind of a, a cop out statement, so that's why I want to, let you give your opinion um and and go from there all right so i this is probably going to strike you as strange cuz i don't normally do this but i will sit here and i will say i do agree that he did not directly say inject yourself with disinfectant however uh hyperbole sarcasm um right now not really the time for it he did kind of correlate the two. Sure. And, you know, he he looks over at the doctor and says, there's something we're going to test. You know, even even if it's a joke, right now, you probably should not be joking about that because especially, there, are especially people that are look, there are people that are looking for any reason to get you out of there. Yeah. Especially during a, a press conference, but especially about and, yeah, COVID I, and these, all These press stuff. conferences need... These press conferences really need to stop being uh, pep rallies for for him. Well, I, I 
that's the politician. I can't. I. I, I don't. I, I'm not going to try to excuse well, one way I, or another. There, it's but. yeah. It's it's not. It's not about him. It's we need. I don't give a fuck about your ratings. I don't give a fuck about the Bachelor's ratings. I don't give a fuck about any TV ratings, frankly. I just need information that's important to me. Um, yeah. And especially I, during the during a COVID press conference. Um, during a COVID press conference. And that that should be all that press conference is, is about. It should be talking about ramping up testing. It shouldn't be... Oh, that's not my job. It's not my responsibility. Look, we pay taxes to the federal government. We expect actions to be taken. I'm not going to sit here and say that all responsibility belongs on the federal government because the states are supposed to do certain things and they haven't been. I like so far the way I honestly like the way he's disconnected somewhat um, for certain things. Honestly, the the federal government should be providing uh, masks. The federal government should be, uh, you know, making sure that factories are converting over to producing Certain things that are needed for this. There's certain things, like you said, that the federal government. Well, did he did he do. enact the Defense Production Act? I yes, mean, he did. That's something yes, he, he should have. I was say okay, okay. So that's something he should have done earlier. Yeah, he did that. He did that a couple weeks ago, I do believe. There's, there's, um, he, he's. That was actually pretty early on. There's, I don't know why. Like they've been hammering that, um, on the on the news lately that he should enact that but there he signed that he he signed an executive order i believe in march well, uh, I, for the for for i to, know to enable i know that. you can use it so you know i know you can use it in like limited capacities i don't know if it's like fully enacted i would have to look i'm not going to sit here and say that yeah, I, for sure one and way. I, and i can't i can't say one way or another but i do remember i do remember um even talking about it i, I the, know i know he has used it yeah and but he, I don't he enacted it, and, to, to and he's already state. he's already converted like um, he converted auto plants over to making ventilators. Um, he converted um, factory uh, uh, distilleries into making um, hand sanitizer, and these aren't things that he has. Like people, people got to realize that this is America. This isn't this isn't Nazi Germany. This isn't Soviet Russia. So. The president can't just say, "You must take your factory and make ventilators." He can't. He can't do that. Yeah, they. they, no. they the, the the company he decided. He can compel them, but he, what what he does is the factories that the companies decide to convert their factories over to this, and then they get subsidies and federal tax breaks. And extra yeah, money. They, they get. It's not there's, like it's not like they yeah. don't get paid. Yeah, I, th- there's there's benefits to it. So it's not like you know. So the Defense Production Act. If you look it up, I'm pretty sure he signed an executive order putting you know putting that in place. Um, so he's already started converting factories. Now, what I think people mean when they say that he should en- enact that, I think what they mean by that is that he should utilize it more. That he should that he should so. do more things, and <clears throat> and I and I get that sentiment, but I also believe that more companies should volunteer, um, to 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 convert themselves over to this. Like nobody had to compel uh, the 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 Jim Beam and Jack Daniels um, factories, the distilleries in Kentucky, to make hand sanitizer. Yeah, yeah. Nobody had to tell them to do it; they just did it. Um, you know, and we need more, we need more companies to be 
more corporations I, like corporate see, citizens. And that's, yeah, that's that's like a I'm not not really a gray area, but that's just kind of something you run into with the way that we're set up, you know. Yeah, because you never want you never want the government to be able to lay down the hammer and say you must do this. You never want that. But at the same time, right? But then, but then it puts you in a position of where it's like, well, I don't have to. Exactly, exactly, and that's where I think, that's where I think. And there's need there's to no take... incentive. There's no incentive for companies to go. I'm gonna do this until they get the federal subsidies and the and the tax breaks and all that. Then they're like, oh yay, yay for for that. But you know, but I I think that. The, the bigger thing is is that we need to start feeling a little bit of more pride in our in our country and and as as corporate citizens these companies need to realize that you know you're they're lucky to do business here and and things like that because we have the greatest economy on the planet not so much now no <laughs> but but it'll come there, back. There's, there's some things I want there's some things I want to talk about with that and like everything that's going on yeah, it'll come back. Um, the 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 this is just we we flip the switch to turn the economy off because of what's going on. As soon as that switch gets flipped, we'll get right back to it and everything will be normal. Um, on that, I'm sure what you want to talk about is how soon we get back to uh, get back to uh, get back to business. Uh, that's that's actually not. Not the main thing I want to talk about, but it is something. It is something I want to talk about because I, I think here's my opinion, and you can I'll I'll let you go into uh, what what you feel afterwards. Um, I think that there should be a little bit of ebb and ebb and flow. I think that there's a lot of companies that should be shut down right now that aren't, and I think that there's a lot of companies right now that are shut down that shouldn't be. Um, for instance, right now we could technically be working. Um, at, at my company, but we're not, we're lucky to work from home. So any company that is able to do that, I think anywhere they should can tell be doing commute, that. they should, they should be doing that right now. Um, secondly, um, factories should be converted, um, to maybe not move machinery around and things like that, but there should be things done so that people are spaced out. Um, I know a couple of my customers have already done that moving things around when they where they can uh, obviously some big productions can't be shut down and moved but when they can be um, they've rearranged things so that people are 50 50 yards apart rather than 50 feet apart or you know spray spacing things far apart in the in the actual factory layout um, they have they have cleaning crews come in before and after lunch meals uh, to wipe everything down so that it's disinfected you know Things like that that actually need to be done um, that would allow us to go back to a normal state. And when those things can be done and we can safely go back to work, I think those companies should be allowed to go back. I, the, you're right. There are things that are that are open that shouldn't be, and there are places that are closed that need to be open. But, like, I, I don't know how much you need to be doing at Lowe's. And... I tell you, I'm I'm fed up with Walmart. Like I went in there the other day, and they have they have signs and everything on the floor. And it's important that they have that. But the, the problem is, there's they don't have any employees policing it, and people aren't listening to it. They're not following it. 
like they're walking down the aisles in the wrong direction and stuff, and they're walking right at me. And I'm like, I point to the floor, and I'm like, can you not read? Yeah. Like, it's it's not me being rude. It's you being stupid. Yeah. See, now, here's... And here's... They, just had this, they just had this attitude. just like, well, I'm right here. I may as well just pop in the aisle and grab it. Yeah, that's not how it works. It, it's... Think about it this way, when you, and and this is gonna, you know, ride with me on this analogy. It's like it's like being at a at a at a like an amusement park, and you got all those bars that you got to walk through to get to the roller coaster. It sure would be much easier just to duck under the bar and get on the roller coaster, but that's not how it works. Nope. <clears throat> so, it, I, I mean, right now. Every time you go to the grocery store, you're riding a roller coaster. You, you're 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 putting yourself at risk. You're putting your 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 uh, fellow citizens at risk. Your family, your, the people close to you. Uh, and and I'm not saying don't go to the grocery store. I I understand that people have to go get food. Oh, and, you got to go to the grocery store. Like yep. I mean, we've been we've gone to Giant. Like we've done the last two times we did uh, online pickup for Giant, which is great because they just throw everything in the trunk. I don't have to interact with anybody. Um, but, you know, they're low on stock, and so each time they've had to pull things out that we that they didn't have, so but we needed, so I had to go to Walmart to get it. Yep. So we, we, we usually try to limit to one store. Um, if we're making a trip, then we try to go one person, one store. So, um, oh, and I'm sure with, you know, with Katie's condition, it's it's a concern. It is, but it's not for us right now. She's she's fine. She's not on any in immunosuppressing drugs or anything like that. Yes, just well, having but an still autoimmune... the condition. The condition yep. is yeah, the condition itself. Yeah, just, I mean, it is an autoimmune disease. So I mean, anytime your 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 immune system's involved, there's risk there. But to be perfectly honest, and and to put everybody's mind at ease, Katie is as healthy. Um, you know, physically as healthy as I've ever seen her. She, you know, she's doing she's doing really good uh, immune system. Oh yeah. Wise, if, so. if you you take a, and I'm not obviously disclaimer, not a doctor, but I, you take yeah. away so many of these prescriptions that a person could be taking in, in tandem with with one another, and like the effects are toxic. Like I see it with my mom. They took her off like five different pills for all these different things, and she. Like you know, this is an atypical experience. She got a lot better than when she was taking the medicine. We we decided like the the effects of what they were doing to her was worse than the conditions yeah. that it was treating. We decided that the side effects of the drugs that she has been on her whole life she's she's tried a gambit of drugs. Um, I I don't even want to go into. I'll tell you the number is probably higher than 25, the the number of different types oh, of sure. drugs she's tried for, for multiple sclerosis. And some worked. Some worked really well. Um, some almost killed her. Um, some, some, you know, like literally we've had the full gambit of experiences and we just decided, um, she decided more than I did. It, it's none of my business, but I'm, I'm behind her. You know, whatever whatever she decides, I give my input, and whatever she decides, that's all her. She's the you one that with lives it. with it, yeah. you know. Um, but she, we we decided that um, the 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 treatments 
the, the for, to take a Trump a Trump quote, uh, the cure was worth worse than than the disease. Um, so and that's that's an like you know I everybody knows that listens they they know I don't like him, but that's that is a true statement that you don't want the cure to be worse. But we're also in a in a very peculiar situation. Oh yeah, and I think he understands because it's like because it's like if we don't do what we're doing, it'll be worse than what the cure is. It's 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 kind of one of those. It's like this is bad. This is also bad. But this will be bad too if we do this. Yeah, I mean we're talking it's, about it's like a, it's like any any situation is bad. But I, I think we need to stick to the to the solution that minimizes how many American people die. In this, in this, like I'm, corona, corona experience that we're going through here, um, you know, it's the lesser of seven evils. You, you know, you, you, there is no, there is no good choice. There's no choice that we can make that's going to be like, oh, this is this is 100% the right thing to do. Because, like you said, it is good. We should be staying at home. We should be distancing ourselves. But at the same time, if we do this for too much longer, the economy is going to collapse. Worse than the twenties, it'll be it'll be something that we may not even oh, recover from. I I don't know. I think we could recover from pretty much pretty much anything economically. There yeah, there I are can, I but agree, there are budget cuts with they you can, that, they, but they, they there's can make. caveats because once you once you your economy collapses and the government's not getting any tax money now you can't afford defense now your military starts to suffer now we're vulnerable to attack blah 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 it would happen I think, over a long period of time but i'm just saying that if right. there's, there's there's consequences to everything that we do whether it there's there's nothing that's going to be a pret, a pretty a pretty decision no matter what you choose mm-hmm. i agree so uh, how about uh, there? There are some. There are some things. There are some things that the government uh, could do, in particular the private sector, like like when it comes to agriculture, because like a lot of these farms, like these dairy farms and, and egg farms and stuff, okay. they have contracts with the the companies they work with that they can't sell to anyone else. So there's hundreds of thousands of gallons of milk and stuff going to waste because oh, yeah. like a lot of that milk would typically go to schools. And unfortunately, now it's not. So they can't they can't do anything with it, and they just have to throw it out, and that's a huge loss. Right now, uh, being, being because up they, here, they still have to milk those cows because if they don't milk those cows, the cows get sick. Yep, there's there's consequences to not to not there they can get milk sickness and stuff like that. They have to be there's there's regular patterns yep. to which the cows have to be milked. Uh, but but being up here on the farm um, where where I'm at. Uh, there, there's a little bit inside. There, the the companies are actually even forcing, like I know a couple chicken farmers and I know some pig farmers, and they're being forced by these companies to euthanize their entire, um, their entire, we'll call them crops. I hate doing that because they're living, breathing things, but they're they're being told to euthanize their entire crop. They're, they're herds. They are little herds. So, so I mean, they're they're being told to euthanize entire batches of, of younglings, uh, just because there's all of the meat production plants are shut down right now. So there's nowhere to send them. So they and they can't sell them to other people. So all they all, the only thing that they can do right now is to kill them and bury them. 
which is it's a shame because that's such a waste. It is it's not, not not only, only of, of meat, but it's a waste of life. Yeah, as a hunter, that just that that hurts my soul because you're you're talking about a, a life. You're talking about a living, breathing. What would be now? I'm not saying yes. They would eventually be slaughtered anyway, but there would be there would be a life in between there. And, and yes, they're just food, but at the same time, it's like, come on, you know, at what point do we completely disconnect ourselves? There needs to be a purpose. Yeah. At what point do we completely disconnect ourselves from, from being human and the, the fact that what would you do if that was, if that was your, you know, hate to sound like PETA, but what would you do if that was a person? Would you be okay with them euthanizing an entire hospital worth of newborn babies because we we don't have the, anything the for them to do. The idea of PETA is great. The execution is bad. Oh, and, and, their, and their entire philosophy is misguided. Um, like, they're, 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 what, they're, what they're fighting for sounds good, and I, and I agree with the fact that you shouldn't be abusing animals and stuff like that, but at some, there are some things that, okay, would you rather them test chemicals on humans? You know, you know, like how there's some things that you have to, as much as I don't want to see animals suffer, I love animals. I, I don't even like killing them when I go hunting. I, you, you know, I, I love animals. I don't want to see that, yeah. but there's some things that you have to do. We have to eat. You have to test things. Rats are available. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, how about a right turn? Um, how about Kim Jong-un? Kim Jong-un. Well, um, I want to discuss one more thing before we move on. Okay, okay. Because, so, so we were talking about uh, unemployment and stuff, and I don't know if you've read about the the new bill. I don't know if it's been introduced or if they're going to, like, vote on it in the House or whatever about giving Americans $2,000 a month plus 500 for for a kid. No, I did not see that. Yeah, so I... Fr- what was it called? Hang on, let me let me pull up the link and I'll tell you exactly. Universal income. Uh, it would basically be. That scares me. Well, it would. It was not a permanent thing. It's a temporary thing. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it would basically be for six months. Uh, each American. I I don't agree with the sixteen or older. I feel that you need to be in a wow. living on your own. Pay but taxes. That's, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, yeah. But I, most sixteen-year-olds aren't going to be head of household, and are probably not going to get that anyway. True. So, and if they yeah, are head of household, then they deserve it. Then they deserve it. Yeah, that that's a totally different story. If they're the only ones working in the house, and that does unfortunately happen, absolutely does. So it would work pretty much the same way as the last stimulus check we got. So it would be two thousand dollars per uh, adult and five hundred per kid. And that's per month, and it would per month, and I guess the, there's like a there's like a phase out of five percent for each. Yeah, it's it's yeah, just like just like the stimulus at over a certain amount. Yeah, it, it's weird, but it would only be uh, active for six months, and at the end of that six months, if the employment numbers are not sixty percent of what they were before Corona. Then, if if there's sixty percent or higher, then it stops. If we're still below that threshold of people working, it would continue for up to a year, I think. So 
I don't see this getting passed. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. But we also waste a lot of money. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, oh, we waste a lot of money on stupid stuff. Like, all the money. And, and, and I so, hate to say it, so but here's, all the money. Here's to the point, here's to the, here's okay, to the point of what I, I was getting to about this. Uh, between this bill and uh, I signed up for the uh, Pennsylvania Pandemic Unemployment uh, okay. Assistance. An argument I hear staunchly from from the right is that people should not make more off of unemployment and staying at home than they do working. And what I agree with that 100%. However, I think that is a good talking point into raising wages because minimum wage should be a living wage. And the minimum wage in Pennsylvania hasn't risen in over 10 years it it went up to 725 shortly after i moved here and i think it was 2008 and it's been seven dollars and 25 cents an hour and now that really puts into perspective all of these and i use quote essential employees that only make 725 an hour to be out there exposed to the public and to all these asymptomatic characters and the people that aren't asymptomatic and they're i see lots of lovely posts of you know an appreciation for these people, but most people I've seen, especially when I'm out on my own, they're even worse to these people now than before the pandemic. And you know, one of the arguments is that these jobs like McDonald's and cashier at Walmart and all this stuff, these are these are just like stepping stone jobs. These are jobs meant for kids. Well, you don't want your kid out working at Walmart right now. I don't know about you, but if my son had a job at Walmart, he wouldn't be working at Walmart. My my entire thing with the raising the the minimum wage, um, I'm a big proponent myself of actually lowering the minimum wage. I think raising the minimum wage causes a lot of problems in the in the economic world. There's there's ramifications to it, and I think the the way to actually make income more valuable to people is to actually lower the minimum wage. Myself, um, let me explain that for a second before you before you I could see the vein in your forehead popping out a little bit um <laughs> oh, no i was watching something else i'm sorry um no the like what i mean by that is is when you raise the minimum wage what you're doing is yes you're you're temporarily raising that person's wage but what's going to happen is the the we'll just use mcdonald's as an example let's say mcdonald's has to raise his minimum wage to 15 dollars an hour to pay its employees what it's going to do is it's not going to pay its employees $15 an hour. It's going to cut half its workforce. It's going to pay its workforce $15 an hour, but then it's going to cut half its workforce in order to make up for that. $15 I'll give you some insight. Hour. I'll give you some insight about McDonald's as soon as you're done talking. And then, and so they're going to cut their, that workforce in half to help make up, make up for the losses that they would take on that. Their companies are, are in business to make money. They're not going to lose money. They're going to pay their workers more, but then they're going to cut the workers and they're going to automate a lot of processes. And then what they're going to do is stores like Walmart are going to raise their prices to cover uh, the cost of their employees' raise hikes, and which is going to and then trickle down to the employee. That's going to cause inflation. And then you're going to be back to square one where the people that are has those jobs can't afford any more things because the price of everything around them has gone up with their wages. I think if you lower minimum wage, what you're going to do is you're actually going to decentivize these these low-paying jobs, and people you're going to open up 
uh, more high-paying jobs, I have a whole other thing, a caveat about um, incentivizing people 55 and over to retire as well. Um, I have an entire economic plan that, that, that deals with lowering minimum wage and creating more jobs by eliminating um, older workers in the workforce. But the point, the overall point is that I want to make is that when you keep raising minimum wage and not dealing with the inflation problem, then all you're going to do is just keep keep they're going to. Oh, yeah, it, it's a it, it's a revolving door. It's just it, yeah, it's going to they're going to just I, keep I chasing each other. And then then we're Venezuela. So specifically, like in McDonald's, I'm not going to speak for any other restaurants, um, but the McDonald's on the strip here, you know, just take a guess about how many employees they have. Uh, you mean the strip in Sealands Grove? Uh-huh. I would say. And this is pretty, this is pretty common amongst most McDonald's too. I would say probably five per shift. At any given time, the McDonald's in Sealands Grove, Pennsylvania has about 80 employees on payroll. And that's just total, total, total employees per restaurant. Yeah. They have about 80 people. And what they do they they don't give anybody any sort of hours that are manageable because all they care about is just having bodies there. Mm-hmm. Rather than finding good people to work, they just they hire eighty people at the minimum wage. So maybe maybe it would and be worth. I even balance. said I was like I, I I said why don't you just pay? And this you know this was in two thousand twelve when I worked. I said like, why don't you just pay me ten dollars an hour to work forty hours a week? You already know I'm better than five of these people that you have. So while the onus isn't like completely on McDonald's, but that's that's a practice that I didn't really well, understand is why would you overemploy like that? Because a lot of these people and I'll say this, a lot of the, the employees are kids. Yeah, I, I worked when I was a teenager, but there are adults that work these jobs and there's these are honest jobs, so I don't know why everybody shits on them so bad because you know I don't know about you, but I like to sometimes at seven in the morning when I'm on my way to work to stop and get something to eat. And oh, and I don't, I don't shit on the these week. jobs. I understand when that when schools when schools in session, who's going to do it? Yeah, and I understand that there's that there's you know people out there need a job, and a lot of times this is going to be a job that you have to take. I was almost there before I got my job at Best Buy. I was about ready to take a job at McDonald's. Um, I, I had the interview lined up. I got the job at Best Buy. I called McDonald's and said, sorry, I'd rather work in my field yeah. at least, you know, but my, my, my point is, is, um, these jobs are made for kids. The reason they oversaturate is because of turnover. Um, a lot of, a lot of teenage un- employees are unreliable and they can't count on them to show up at every, at every shift. So you have to oh, oversaturate. Yeah. Oh, that is the thing. Like I was there for three weeks and they started giving me 40 hours and this kid that had been there for two years, he's like, man, it's bullshit. I've only, I've been here for two years and they don't ever give me more than 15 hours. And I said, well, I haven't told the manager that that's not my job. I was yeah. like, bitch, you work at McDonald's. Everything in this Everything store is, is your, your fucking job. job. Everything under the under the roof. When you work at McDonald's, everything is your job. You can't say that's not my job. Yeah, that's not true. I did refuse to do one thing. Jimmy's like, right, "You're gonna learn cash register," and I'm like, "No, nah, I'm good." Yeah, I would. I would have probably if they would have made me clean out the ball pits. I probably would have quit. Oh, there was no. The, yeah, there haven't been ball pits in years. Yeah. Well, the, our, our disgusting. Yeah, our McDonald's just got rid of its ball pits probably six years ago, or maybe ten years ago, something like that. It, it... 
the the problem is, is there's you you, you know there, there's no way they're cleaning that shit. Nope, nope. And it's called and what a pain in the that. ass it would be to clean. Yeah, well, Katie, Katie used to have to do it. You have to take every everything out. Every single ball comes out of the ball pit. They all have to be cleaned. the The ball pit itself has to be cleaned, and then all the balls go back in. All the balls have to be cleaned. Yep. Yep. You gotta clean wash your balls. balls. Is what we're you gotta saying. Gotta wash your balls. And then as soon as you put all the balls back in, a kid goes in, takes his diaper off, and then all yes. the balls have to yeah. come back out. Got to do it again. Yeah. Got to do it it's all gross. over again. It's yep. a gross thing. So, um, are we? Kim Jong. Your... Kim Jong. Uh, Kim. Kim Jong gone. Kim Jong gone. Um, well, he's in a vegetative state in, anyway, as, as far as we know. May as well be gone. Yeah, may as well because if you're brain dead, you're brain dead, and I, I don't, I don't see them having like a Sloan Kettering or. Um, you, you know, um, what's what's another good hospital we have here? John Hopkins uh, over in North Korea. I don't think there's any of those quality hospitals in North or, Korea. Or like Duke. Yeah, I don't even think they have like Bob's Meat Market level hospitals in North Korea. They got Weenie Hut Junior. Yeah, like uh, uh, the your your local veterinarian would be their Surgeon General. <laughs> and he got in trouble for having a non-state approved haircut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, about it. So I just think it's I think it's absolutely weird. It's 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 worth noting like what is going to happen in North Korea. Um like cuz we were talking before the podcast that is a male dominated society. Women in North Korea do not have rights. So how is it going to go? How is power going to go to a female? Because oh, there's going to be discourse and cr- yeah. the, like it, the discord that it's going to create. Oh, is this going to be the end of the Kim Dynasty? I hope so. I hope so too. But, but I also hope that I also hope that whoever takes over isn't the military. I yeah, really I, hope it's not the military. Yeah, because that's going to be. They're going to be like, and I don't want it to be China. China's going to be looking at that like a salivating dog, you know. Because I, I would, the North Korean army, they are they antagonize South oh, Korea and yes, they American do. troops. Yes, they do, and it's. I would say the best, the absolute, like if you could, if you could look through the looking glass and see the best possible scenario, it would, it would be. Um, a unification of the South and North where South Korea becomes Korea and it takes over the North and becomes Korea. But China's not going to have that. Yeah, you, you know they won't. They, and they don't like democracy. Exactly. So, And they wouldn't want democracy on their doorstep. That's why they like to have North Korea there as a buffer between them and South Korea. But it's uh, it's a precarious situation, and uh, I'm I'm it, I think this is going to be a bigger popcorn show than the Trump Biden election that that's coming up. I think I think this is going to be bigger headlines than even our own election. It could be because the the implication, like the the election, is important. Um, but the implications of North Korea will World War Three reverberate worldwide. Yeah, like it, it could. 
There's a military I just hope that whatever ha- I hope that whatever happens, I just hope that whatever happens, it's a peaceful thing. And I know peace or, is like a... Or at least internal. Yeah. I mean, I don't you know, want any of the the Kim family to assume power. No, I would, I would, especially because I've, I've heard rumors that his, that his sister is just as crazy, if not worse. I, I than, heard worse. I've heard yeah, worse. That, you know, and boy, oh boy, would that, would that be scary? That would be scary. If Kim Jong-un wasn't scary enough, but he, he at least, you could see he had at least a little bit of a, a cool head about him. Yeah, that's weird to say about the leader of North Korea, but there were a lot of times where he was on the edge and, and took a step back where I don't think his father or his grandfather would have taken that step back. Yeah, I, I, I see that. I don't know. It's just, it's going to be a, it's going to be a really, a really, really interesting, um, a really interesting time here probably for the next, well, first we got to find out what's really going on because I've I've heard everything be- from he's dead. Yeah, to... we don't we don't actually know for sure yet. Like, yeah, it's the he... things we don't know for sure yet. The last thing I heard confirmed is that he did have he had a major coronary event. He had some some heart heart attack or something along those lines, and he had to have surgery uh, because of the heart attack. That's the last thing I know with any one hundred percent certainty. Um, after that, it's right now. It's being reported that after the surgery, he gods don't say, have surgery. Yeah, I know. How about it? Like that's the biggest thing. Is what's going to happen? To that that's the biggest thing for me. That's going to be like how how are they going to deal with their belief system? Because they believe he's a god king. Like he they he, they believe that he can't be killed. He, he's immortal. All this other let me, stuff. Let me put on my foil hat. Let me put on my foil hat for a minute. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be America did this. Yeah. I think that's a possibility. Yeah. Um, what if it? What if it turns out that he he had complications because of COVID? I can't imagine the infections being too bad there because they don't let anybody in. Yeah, they don't. But. They also get most of their black market items from China. Most of the stuff that they get, yeah, that they're because of all the sanctions, China ships the stuff in under the radar. So I mean, there is a lot of passage of Chinese goods that could possibly be infected because I'm pretty sure the black market isn't above board on their COVID nineteen regulations. <laughs> I wear a mask. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, although it seemed like everybody in China has been wearing masks forever, like, now that you see them all over in the United States, like, you've seen them in China for decades. For decades, yeah, but they're they're also so densely populated compared to us. Oh, it's it's insane. I wouldn't want to live like that. Even in even in rural areas, they're they're on top of each other. Like I don't, I didn't much care for living up in Sunbury. People were too close to me. Yep, yep. I don't like if I can if I can open up my bedroom window and piss on your house. We're too close. Yeah, yeah. It's too close. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I just can't do that. And and New York City, like I, I, I where you're stacked on top of each other, like in big high rise apartments. 
Like, how is it not like, did you ever see the movie Quarantine? How is it not like that, where they're just locking down entire apartment buildings and not letting anybody out? Well, fortunately, we haven't got to that to that level yet. I mean, thank God. And I, from what I understand, from what I understand is that New York, New York has done a really good job of flattening the curve with with what they had to deal with and the amount of people that are in New York City. Um, I I don't oh, like God. giving any kind of credit to any kind of Democrat, but. Cuomo has has at least had his Cuomo. He's his done a good job managing all this. Is eighty seven percent? Yeah, that's he's, insane. He's doing especially a pretty considering good job. how many people there are in New York. That that is a melting pot of people. You know what I like the the most is that him and Trump have butted heads, but they've also been able to work together. And kind of make it work, even though they don't like each other, they don't agree with each other. It shows. It shows. But it's what, not about them, exactly. And it shows what could be. It shows the American resolve, like what really happens in America. That, like, yes, we don't agree with each other, but we we also don't want my family and shit to die. So let's work together and get this done. Which. Is what should well, we're happen. We're going to talk about that. Why don't we, why don't we shift to the uh, comments that McConnell made? I'm behind the times on this. I haven't really been paying attention. So he to... basically said he would rather states go bankrupt than uh, help regular families again with another really? stimulus. Yep. Which is odd because he said it would, and and I and this is a quote: "It would be a blue state bailout." Which is funny, because you know every state pays in to like a fund to the federal government that they can take money out of for things that they need. Hmm. And I forget it was like ten of the top donating states are blue states, and they take less than what they put into this pot. Kentucky takes out what it was a hundred and forty-eight billion dollars more than what they put in. So for every dollar they put in, they take out two dollars and something. So wow. like it would realistically be a red state bailout in McConnell's case. Not in not not in every case, but in McConnell's case specifically. I see. I see the comments. I'm reading the quotes right now. And yeah, apparently a lot of the governors are upset with him. Over so that comment, uh, Democrat so, and Republican alike. So for context, the quote the quote exactly is, um, and I quote: "This is Mitch McConnell, and I quote." I would certainly be in favor of allowing states to use the bankruptcy route. Um, it saves some cities, and there's no good reason for it not to be available. My guess is their first choice would be for the federal government to borrow money from future generations to send it down to them so that they don't have to do that. That's not something I'm going to be in favor of. But, I mean, like... I get, I get his sentiment, but I don't think that he worded that the best way he could have. I get what he's saying. It, what it, essentially what he's saying, and I'm not trying to excuse the comments at all. But I, from what I get out of that, is he's trying to say, I don't want, I don't want to keep borrowing and borrowing and borrowing and increasing our debt and increasing our debt for future generations to pay to bail out. Well, here's the uh, thing. Why don't, why, why don't we move option. that? Why don't we fucking roll back that law that says we have to pay the pensions for postal workers 75 years in advance? Oh yeah. I'm, yeah, 
There's a lot of there's a lot of that stupid crap that we. That's need to get a out lot of, of money. Why are we? Why? Why are we paying pension plans for people that haven't been born yet? Yep. Yep. And um. The uh the other the other big wasteful thing is that at least in my opinion is wasteful is that we we pay congressional salaries for life. So once you're a senator, even if you're not a senator anymore. You still get paid the senator's salary for the rest of your life. Yeah, that needs to go away. That needs to stop. We need to stop. I think that we need to stop with the Medicare and and Medicaid plans for senators and congressmen. They should have the same health insurance plans that I. I'm have. sorry. They're they're making yeah they're making they're, they're making six figures. They can afford it. Yeah, exactly. They should have and, private insurance. And they're they're making money. They're making money not only off being a senator but off whatever other shit that they had. That needs to stop too. They they should not be. I think once you're a senator, you should not be able to hold stocks. And I think this should be the same for presidents as well. Uh, you should not be able to hold stocks in any companies while you're holding office. Yeah, like uh, emolument clauses need to uh, ha- hold more weight. Yeah, and I and I I I have stuck up for Trump and, and in I'll, the past. I understand that that's. I understand that's like a gray area because you don't want to tell people you can't buy something or do something but it's it's become a clearly ethical problem yeah and here's here's my thing is normal they've they've made it they've made it so that normal everyday people cannot become president you can't you can't do it like i can't become president you can't become president i'm sorry i don't want to burst your bubble it's not going to happen we don't have the oh, money no, we don't have, we don't the, have money. the channels we don't have the money. We don't have the channels. We don't have the the. We just and there's and there's like fundraising goals that you have to meet. Yeah, what is I'm that not, shit? I'm not saying it's not possible. There, it, it can happen. But you're talking about lottery type chances. Like you have to know everything has to fall in line. Like I'm sure Barack Hussein Obama. When he was born, his parents didn't say, yes, uh, this is going to be the president of the United States. He didn't have the typical presidential upbringing. However, he surrounded himself with the people that would get him to the right places. And I don't know those people. So the average everyday person cannot be president in this country. Where I'm going with this is Donald Trump could afford to divest all of his companies and and give them to his kids or whatever he did he could afford to do that because he's president and when he's done being president he's still going to have all the billions of dollars that he made and he'll still be fine he'll be fine that doesn't happen to everybody the reason why we pay presidential salaries is because um i think it was eisenhower not eisenhower Herbert Hoover. One of the presidents went broke. One of the presidents went completely broke and was bankrupt and had no money, had no place to live, and was almost homeless. So they made a thing so that once you're president, you always get paid. However, senators aren't the same. A president is our the leader of our country, um, so they deserve to have a little bit of a little bit more of a. And it's only one guy. You know what I mean? We're paying the salary for one guy for the rest of his life. You know what I mean? Not, yeah, one guy not, is one thing, but not five hundred, three hundred, four hundred guys. Yeah, yeah, you're talking four hundred, almost five hundred people in the House of Representatives and two hundred people in the Senate, uh, or a hundred people in the Senate. Sorry, a hundred people in the Senate. 
I mean, come on. That's you're that's insane. That you're talking six hundred salaries of three figure salaries that we have to pay for the rest of their lives. That's bullshit. And it Congress is not supposed to be a job. You're, it wasn't. It's not meant to be a career choice. It, it's it's civil service. You're you're nothing more than a fucking librarian. Yeah. Sorry, I <laughs> I, I started ranting. I started ranting a little bit there. It gets me up. <sighs> it gets me upset though when our government wastes. Our government wastes so much money. So, so much money, much money gets saying. wasted. And, and that's why I said be, earlier. I was like, this. I was like, there's there's ways that we could make the stimulus work. We waste so much money. Yeah, we waste so much money. Like they they and I and I'm. This is not a Democrat or Republican thing. It just happens to be that the Democrats did this. The Democrats held out on the last on the last stimulus package to get money for the Kennedy Center. They gave all that money to the Kennedy Center so that they wouldn't have to lay off their employees. They ended up laying off everybody and giving themselves raises anyway. Well, that's another thing. I, I think it, businesses that take these loans and stuff uh, that lay off their employees still, I think they need to be fined. Oh, they should and be. They should because, be like barred barred for borrowing money in the future. And and tax breaks because because this money was this money was meant. So you didn't have to lay these people off. The entire caveat of the thing, and it's actually written in there that the the that the exe- it cannot be used for executives. I I believe if you take the money, your the the executive, um, the executive. Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Salaries or whatever that the the. the or like the, the, the structure, the imbursements or whatever it is, have to be frozen for two years or something like that. So they can't use the money to give their CEOs raises, which is good. I I agree with that. I mean, yeah. I mean, let's talk about Jeff Bezos, richest man in the world, creating like GoFundMe's to pay his truck drivers when he paid nothing in taxes. Yeah, it's nothing. bullshit. He should zero. Give, he should. Mike, he should have you paid more in taxes than Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Give that fucking money back. You, you know, and. and Pay your employees. Pay You're your the richest employees. man on earth. Yes, get 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 your employees money because that that's all. Especially when you're he he has Scrooge McDuck money. He could fill up a pool with dollar bills and and jump in. Yeah, he could he could swim he could swim in the coins. Yeah, like he's got Scrooge McDuck money. Uh, that you know what what really pissed me off about that is we bailed out the airlines. I don't know if you heard this, but. Um, so a lot of that we money shouldn't have, should oh, not have. Well, I I I agree we should have, and and that's weird coming from a physical conservative. But we shut them down. They would if if it wasn't for the 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 government closing the airlines, they would still be running. So I get I get that portion of it. So I'm, I'm going to give you a little bit of pushback on that. Uh, what's the guy's name? The CEO of Virgin Airlines. He. Asked employees to take eight weeks off unpaid. He has enough money to pay the salary of every one of his employees for six months, and his net worth would only drop from like how many ever hundreds of billions by just by like two billion or something. I understand two billion dollars is a lot of money. I it get is. it, but when you when you're the owner of a company this big, what's what's two billion dollars when you have five hundred billion dollars? Yeah, yeah. Well, and my my problem is is I I'm not I, my my problem isn't with the bailout. It's how they use the bailout money. They took the money, and they 
they my my biggest problem is they're 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 not refunding. The reason why they got all the money is because they were going to have to refund millions and millions and millions of airline tickets. So that that was one of the reasons why they were going to have to do it. So they get all this bailout money and then they don't issue the refunds anyway. They give they give yeah. vouch, vouchers and credit. I don't want a no, fucking I don't voucher. Want a voucher. I want, I don't my want money. credit. My fucking family needs money right now. I want my money back for the flight that I can't take. If I go to McDonald's and I order a Big Mac and I say, hey, I apologize. I no longer want the Big Mac. They're not going to give me a voucher for a Big Mac later on. They're going to give me my fucking money back. Unless I ate the damn thing. Now, if you're sitting on the plane and you say, I'm sorry, I no longer want to take this flight. Fuck you. We're keeping your money. Or if you book a hotel. Yeah. And you and you go to the hotel, and and you say, uh, you know, like, you day call up, them. like there's 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 expectations. You have to cancel within a certain amount of yeah. time. And, and I think that's a, another really shitty thing about airlines is that once you book it, you, you can't cancel nope. it and get your money that's back. Because the, that's because the airlines are all government run now. Ever since nine eleven, everything airline related is government run. So it they don't have the same they don't have the same. Um, they don't fall under the same regulations as normal everyday. The, 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 the hotel example is a perfect they, one. Yeah, but well, you can cancel a hotel up to 24 hours in advance and get a full exactly. And that's You can't and do that with a flight. That's the way it should be with a flight. But their, but their argument is, is oh, well, that's we're not going to be able to book that seat. So if everybody on the plane canceled the day before, we would lose money. Well, shit, that's, and that's change, your fucking change fees need to need to go. Change fees need to to I agree in a change fee, but not a seven hundred dollar change fee. Yeah. Well if you remember, I don't know of anybody that ever took a flight pre nine eleven. But everything I, I had to pay a change fee. It was seven hundred dollars. Yeah. A- everything changed with the way that we fly after nine eleven. And if you ever if you remember ever taking a flight in the nineties, like you pay you paid for your ticket and that was what you paid for. You didn't have to pay extra for baggage. You didn't have to pay extra for changing things. You didn't have if if you wanted to cancel your flight, you got your money back. If you if you didn't like something that happened on the airline, they actually had to worry about your opinion because you were a customer and not just a sheep to get through the line. You know what I mean? Like they treat you differently now because they they know they have all the power. You can't do anything to the airlines. Yeah, that needs to change. Well, we got about uh, we got less than ten minutes left. I want to shoehorn um, shoehorn this thing in there about um, uh, Biden Biden getting uh, getting Kavanaugh. Um, were the was the was the was the was the left the left media um, were they were they right now or were they right then? Because now they're silent on Biden. Um, and and the alleged allegations that are happening now, and not saying anything about it. So are they are they were they are they right now for for kind of downplaying it, or were they right then uh, for for saying you you got to believe all women? So I don't think it's fair to say you just believe everybody at their word. That's could you imagine how the world would be if yeah. that were the case for everyone? Yeah. Now I'm not. Uh, this is not me downplaying anything that has happened to any woman. I think any complaint should be taken seriously. But like with anything, you don't just believe because hearsay. 
Like you don't believe hearsay. You you investigate it and you find out the truth. Yep. Now, do I believe it? Um, part of me believes it because part of me believes that everybody that's in those high powered positions um, has done something scummy in their life, um, especially something like that where they where they feel like they have uh, the upper hand that they feel like they're owed something. Um, I just don't trust. Yep, I could. Uh, I could agree with that, and you know, in 1993, I was in grade school, so yeah, I don't have uh, much insight into what was going on. However, I will say, knowing Joe Biden and his creepy tendencies, was it just Joe being creepy, or well, was or yeah, the way he goes around this? sniffing everybody's hair and touching them and leaning in for kisses and <laughs> rubbing their <laughs> shoulders that, and that that meme it's like joe biden wearing a mask but he cut the nose out so he can still smell <laughs> people's hair yep yep <laughs> I, I i thought that was great but um apparently uh, no, um, like yeah that's what i mean was it was it just was it just joe being oh no um the allegation is is that he pushed her up against the wall kissed her shoved his fingers inside of her and like physically assaulted okay. her that's this isn't me victim blaming but why would you and this is true of the thing with Brett Kavanaugh and the lady that came forward against him why wait so long yep i'm yep. not a psychiatrist i don't i don't understand how what affects your brain when this happens now the interesting but why part wait about, so long the interesting part about this is we actually have a possible answer to this um, there was a call to the Larry King live show on August 11th, 1993. Um, the accuser. Now, this this all has to be taken with a grain of salt, too, because there's a couple of things that I want to point out here. Um, the 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 accuser's mother, um, she says that this was her mother that called in and said that the, the girl had an experience. Everybody around her didn't believe her. The only option she had was to go through the press, and she would have been treated like Monica Lewinsky. Um, so she, she, there, there's an excuse for that. Now, here's why I am leery about this call from the mother. One, the lady in the call never states her name and never states her daughter's name and never states the name of the senator, which is, I get what she was doing. She wanted to re remain anonymous, whatever. Two, uh, the accuser is the one that confirmed that it was her mother's voice. Her mother died in 2016, so we can't substantiate whether or not it was actually her mother because her mother can't come forward and say, yes, that was me. We can only hear from the accuser confirm, yeah, that was my mom that called. So two things there that I say are kind of fishy about the phone call. It could have just been a random phone call, and this girl said, yeah, that was my mom. Yeah, that that would be strangely convenient. Yes. So, but, 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 it does kind of lend a little, if true, it does lend credibility to her story. And again, I'm, I'm not saying, I, I don't want anything to come of this because, one, I don't believe that you should believe everyone without proof. Two, I would be a hypocrite if I said now that we should nail Joe Biden to the wall after defending Brett Kavanaugh so heavily. And three, it just wouldn't be right. I love that you said that. It, 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 it would it, three. It would, it would be. Um, it would be. Uh, 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 it would be a slight to due process. 
Um, Joe Biden deserves his day in court, and as does anyone who's accused of anything. So I I can't get down with just Absolutely. throwing him to the wolves. So I just I'm I'm wary about it, but I think it's oddly convenient that it's being swept under the rug and not being talked about when it was on every newspaper, every headline. Well, they, like I said, Brett like I, as soon as I pulled up on CNN, it was a there it was a big article there with the video. Yeah, but that's now. And that's now. This this information has been out for months, for, for, for at least a month. I want to say months, but for at least a month we've known about this, and it's been largely unreported. It When when this hit, imagine the, the, the day, if not the hour, that Blassie Ford came out and said what she said about Kavanaugh. It was all over the papers that day. Is all that's all my point is. This has been a month later, and we're just now hearing about it now from CNN and the other left left wing, um, the other left leaning uh, media stations. That's my only problem with this. It's is is the reporting is not is not equal. Yeah, and I'll say I'll say I'll I'll, I'll even go as far as saying the same thing for Fox News, uh, because they they reported this, um, you know, the first hour that it happened but they they sat on the kavanaugh story for at least a week so i'll say the same damn thing about fox news they did the same fucking thing and if you're gonna if you're gonna be loosey-goosey with one you'd be loosey-goosey with the other yeah and i think both cnn and fox need to be held to account for the bullshit that they do yeah and maybe i'm biased here and again cnn cnn people that like cnn would say the same things I think Fox does a better job of keeping it in the middle. I admit that most of their shit leans to the right. But I will say that there's a lot of stuff that comes out of Fox that goes right down the center. Well, my my problem is with Fox is that you'll have these mouthpieces like Hannity. Like, they'll say yep. something. I don't do and then the very next day, And then the very next day, they'll say, I never said that. I never said that. Even though there's yep. video of them I don't saying do, the thing yep. that they said that they didn't say. I like Hannity as entertainment. Like, like Hannity, Hannity called coronavirus a hoax. Yep, yep, yep. And then he said, "I never said that." I, I, I do Hannity. Video of you saying it. I do Hannity as entertainment. I don't take anything he says with any kind of. He, he's not a. He's not a a, fucking uh, idiot. He's not an authority to me. I, I respect. I respect Glenn, Glenn Beck way more. Than I respect Sean Hannity, and I still take Glenn Beck as entertainment. Oh, I get it, a lot of. Was it Glenn Beck or was it Rush Limbaugh that was talking to his listeners and said, "You know, Corona's been around for a long time. COVID nineteen is just the nineteenth version." No, it's not. Oh God, no, I don't know. I I didn't hear that. I don't think that was something that Glenn Beck would say. That's certainly. Okay, the, I, I think it was Limbaugh. No, COVID nineteen no. is not the nineteenth iteration of this discovered. virus. It's the year it was discovered. Um, and a lot of people don't even know this. Um, it doesn't even, COVID-19 isn't even its own thing. Um, it's like AIDS. Um, AIDS, you can't just get AIDS. You can't just walk out into someplace no. to get AIDS. You have to get HIV first. Um, so it's, it's like that. You can't just get COVID-19. There's another strain that you get before that. It's called um, SARS-CoV-2. Um so, so you get that. It's it's all that, coronavirus. So. Yes, it's all. Everything's a coronavirus. It's, people don't understand. Or it was uh, it's it's a novel novel virus. Novel coronavirus. Yes. So, what people need to understand is you got to stop saying coronavirus when you're talking about this thing because 
the common cold is a coronavirus. The Spanish flu is a coronavirus. AIDS is a coronavirus. Um, most most viruses are coronavirus because they stem, they, they branch. All a coronavirus means is it's a virus that jumps from one species to another. That's all it is. Yeah. And uh, I tell you, I, I had a family member say one of the most ignorant things I've, I've heard since this started. Sure. And he goes, you know, um, I'm just going to go ahead and ask you, how many people do you know with coronavirus? I was like, none. I was like, but I fail to see the relevance there. I was like, that's like me going to the ocean yeah. with a cup. And with that cup, I scoop out a cup of water, look in that cup and say, hey, there's no sharks in this cup. Therefore, there are no sharks in the ocean. Exactly. Yep. That's that's a great way to. Yep. And uh, another and he one. Goes, that, well, he's like, well, I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. And so well, then you say that to the families of the over 50,000 people that have died in four months. The flu killed 35,000 people in, in America last year. Corona's already killed over 50,000, and we're not even five months in yet. I don't know anybody that's had it directly, but my sister in law was quarantined because she came in contact with somebody that had it. So I don't know anybody directly either, but you know, we had a scare with it. We thought my wife had it. Yep. I mean, the the other one that I hear all the time is, um, oh, well it's, it's, it's three, it's only 3% deadly or whatever it is. The mortality rate's only 3% or something like that. And I, I hate that. I saw a good, a good analogy for that the other day. So if I put a hundred, a hundred Skittles in a bowl and I tell you that three of them are poisoned, are you going to eat any of those Skittles? You're going to eat the Skittles. You're going to eat those yeah. Skittles. Yeah. No, yeah. you're not going to fucking. No, eat you're those not Skittles. going to fucking touch a one of them. I like that. I'm. I'm. I'm going to use that, Mike. I'm, I like that. Yeah, you're not going to touch a one of those Skittles. So, just, just listen to healthcare professionals. Um, we're getting to the end there. We're running. We're running low on time. So I think it's we're running out of to, time. Yeah, we need to wrap it up. Um, so um, I think that's a good place to 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 kind of veer into. Listen to your healthcare professionals. Quarantine yourself. Stay at stay home. home. Only only go out for essential items. Um, you know, if you're if you're going to Lowe's, you better be repairing something in your house that that, that broke. Um, you know, I understand why these places are open, but it's not so that you can um, build a deck. Um, I get okay. Yeah, you you, you don't you don't need to repaint your living room right now. Yeah, well, maybe you got a lot of time on your hands, so I could see that. Maybe you're trying to do something to pass the time during this thing. I get it, but still, follow the rules. Social distance yourself. Wear your masks. Uh, stay home when you can. Limit the amount of people in your household that are going to stores. Uh, disinfect yourself when you can. I mean, just follow these rules. Don't be an idiot. Um, I understand that, that, that we don't want the government intruding in our lives and we don't want all that stuff. It doesn't have to be that way. If you just, if you just do the things that are smart, um, then we'll be able to get right back to normal and we'll be enjoying our, um, enjoying our, yeah, the, the more people, the Memorial more people Day. follow these guidelines, the, the sooner we'll get to go home. The, the um, you know, just fun back fact. Of course, in Michigan, in Michigan, you know what happened after all those protests? No skyrocketed infections wow we had we had protests in pennsylvania here as well um uh, but but as far as yep. yeah the majority of the protesters stayed in their cars um so it was it was um so somewhat of a success again. yeah exactly which uh, you know it's i think that's a good compromise between exercising your your right to 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 protest 
and also social distancing at yeah. the same time. Yeah. I mean, they're getting the point across. They it, would cause it's the just, traffic jam. It's just kind of ironic, though. Like, you're protesting to open back up while closing staying separated. Yeah, and closing everything down. Well, I get it. You're, you're get protesting it. the thing you don't want to do while doing the thing you don't want to do. <laughs> you can um, you can catch all of our social media links at uh, betweenthelineshow.podbean.com. Uh, follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Donate to us on Patreon. Uh, get at us on PayPal. Um, just engage with us uh, on on social media. We'd love to hear from you. Find out what you want to hear, what you what you like, what you don't like, so on and so forth. Uh, so just head out, um, check us out between the lines show.podbean.com as you already know. Uh, follow us on Twitter at the BTL Podcast, Facebook.com, PA Between the Lines. I hope everyone stays healthy, stays at home, um, and makes it out the other the other side of the tunnel. Um, anything you want to add? Yep, that's it for me. All right, I hope everyone has a great week. <laughs>